Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's open up with prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just clap our hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. So hallelujah. We just thank you, God. We magnify your name. We bless your name. Your name is great. Your name is above all other names. Your name is a strong tower. The Bible declares that the righteous shall run into it and be safe. The word declares, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. So as we enter into our intercessory prayer time, we just ask that no matter where you are, that you give this moment, this time, this space to be in the presence of God. God doesn't ask for too much from us, so we the least we can do is just offer him some sacred time some time to just be in his presence. I know many of you are at home, many of you are in your cars. If you gotta pull over, if you just gotta take a moment, let's just glorify God. If he woke you up this morning, if he gave you breath in your body, it's just time to just magnify and glorify God. Hallelujah, hallelujah is the highest form of praise. Hallelujah, if he if he's still providing for you in spite of yourself somebody just say thank you god thank you god if he's delivered you from your own self if he if you've ever lied if you've ever done anything wrong if you've ever had a bad thought in your mind you can just say thank you god for not killing me Thank you, God, for just giving me another chance. Thank you, God, for grace and mercy. Thank you, God, for your love and your affection and your kindness towards me. For if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, uh, somebody declare, I don't know where I would be. Hallelujah. So just open your mouth and just worship, just magnify, just glorify your God just glorify your Savior just glorify the kinsman Redeemer just glorify the blood that was shed on the cross just glorify God in the highest there is none like him there is none that can compare to him he is the beginning and the end he is the first and the last so God I just thank you I just worship you. I just magnify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Father God, as we enter into worship, as we enter into this secret place, as we enter into the sanctuary of the Most High, as we enter into your peace, as we enter into your presence, we just simply just thank you, God. Thank you for today, God. For today is a day like none other. Today is a day that they have never seen in, in, in history. Today is the day that you have made and you said we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Today deliverance takes place today lives are renewed today uh, newness is begun today it is a day that we worship you and we magnify your name we bless the name of the Lord this is our call 
to worship here at Liberty Christian Church International and we want you to be welcomed into this place welcome into this place hallelujah we welcome you today we glorify your name we magnify your name we let your name be above all other names your name is a strong tower so God because it's a strong tower your word declares that the righteous the righteous shall run into it and be safe so God have your way today have your way in every household have your way in every home have your way in every life for those that don't know you introduce yourself to them for those who have walked away reintroduce yourself to them to those that need a miracle declare that you are a miracle worker for those that need a healing we declare the healing in our bodies for those that need victory you are our banner of victory you are our our Jehovah Jireh, our provider, our Jehovah Shalom, our God of peace. You are our Jehovah Rapha. And there is none that is like you. So God, we magnify your name. We bless your name. We honor you and we worship you. In your son Jesus your son Jesus name that we declare victory your son Jesus name that we that we stomp on the enemy's head your son Jesus name that we put every situation under our under our under your feet every under our feet it's in your son Jesus name that that lives are changed it is in your son Jesus name we pray amen amen let's give god a hand clap of praise hallelujah hallelujah
Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Breathe in me. I'm I'm hoping that you have enjoyed our praise and worship so far. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. It's our announcement and offering time. Amen. And just real quick, I want to make sure that uh, that we have our announcements going on very quickly. Our announcements for today are very short. Um, if you remember July the 17th, amen, is our church cookout. We are in the process of putting things together and finalizing everything. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. It will be our first church cookout and also our our uh, baptism. Amen. Amen. We will have details for you. If you have not RSVP'd for it, please make sure. Uh, actually, I was just told it was too late to RSVP anymore. So if you have not RSVP'd, you got to look for us next year. Amen. Amen. Um, also, another announcement. If you have not seen the flyer, next month I will be preaching in Baltimore, Maryland. Amen. On July the the 25th. And I want as many of you to go with me. We are closing out uh, Deaconess Tansy's Cousins Church, um, New Cornerstone Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland. So I have plenty of family in Baltimore. And if you all are in the, in the area or in the vicinity, we would love for you to join us. Amen. We would love to see you. We would love to have you be a part of worship with us. And so uh, once again, that's July 25th. Uh, July 23rd at 11.30 a.m. There will be more information about We Can Ride Together. We would just love for all of you all to uh, follow us up and be in worship with us before we even come back and get into our own worship. Amen. Um, also, uh, let me think. Uh, August, do, please do not forget to put on your calendar the last Saturday in August. Um, the last Saturday in August, we are having our State of the Church address. It will be my first one. Um, we will be talking about how the church is moving forward, what is the vision for the next year, what is the vision moving forward and moving ahead, and how to get you as our partners involved more uh, more deliberately, amen, um, beginning and starting ministries, beginning and starting uh, the process of developing the core foundation of our church, amen. We know our motto is where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, but we also have to make sure that you understand the mission statement of the church. Amen. So I just wanted to uh, to give you, make you aware of our announcements, and we're going to move forward into our offering time. Amen. The Bible says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Right now on the bottom of your screen, you should see the different ways that you can give here at Liberty Christian Church International. Uh, if you're online right now, you should see our text to give number, which is area code 667-222-322. Uh, three, I believe it's three, six, three, three, uh, three, seven, three, six, uh, 
667-222-3736. All you have to do is text the word GIVE to that number, and you can uh, sow your offerings, your tithes. You can sow a seed. If you have never sowed a seed here at Liberty, I'm telling you this is fertile ground. This is good ground to sow into, and we want to make sure that you are uh, properly prepared, properly um, and make sure that you know just where that seed is going to. Um, and so we want to make sure that you have the opportunity to do it. You can also sow through Cash App. And our cash tag is dollar sign Liberty Church MD. Amen. Liberty Church MD. Also, if you're online and you just like to go to a website, you can go to our church website. If you haven't visited our church website, I'm telling you, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Amen. Um, our website is www.lccimd.org. If you're giving, you can put backslash give after that, and it will take you to our Tithely screen um, to give. And we just want to make sure that you are a part, knowing that you can you can participate in service, um, not just in this, but making sure that you are uh, sharing this with somebody else and making sure that you are letting people know about liberty. We're the small church with the extremely big heart. Amen. We are, we believe in freedom. We believe in liberty. We believe in in the grace of God and the purpose of God and the plan of God. So I want to make sure that you know just where you are sowing into and knowing that you're sowing into fertile ground. I want to pray real quick, and then we're going to jump into, I'm not going to hold you long today, but we're going to jump into our song of worship before the word. So I'm going to tell you this to get your Bibles, get your notepads, get all your stuff together. And after we pray, we'll go into our song of worship. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for your offering. We thank you, God, that for those that gave and those that did not have to give, God. We ask right now, God, that you bless their, that you bless their heart's desire to give, God. We ask right now, God, that this offering be used for the uplifting of your kingdom, that you will get the glory out of it, you will get the joy out of it, you will get the praise out of it. We also ask God that you return to the giver a hundredfold of their heart's desire to give God. Some that only had pennies to give, some that had ten to give, some that give a hundred, some that gives fifty, some that give a thousand. God, we ask right now that you return to them a hundredfold, two hundredfold, three hundredfold of their heart's desire to give God. We ask right now, God, that you stretch this so that your kingdom needs can be met so that the advancement of the kingdom can come forth so that you will get the glory and you will get the honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise as we go to worship.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm safe in his arms. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The words of Zion have, the songs of Zion have been sung. The praise has gone forth, God, and at this time and at this hour, I submit myself to your will, to your authority, and to your purpose. God, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, and all the praise. God, there is none like you in all the earth. You constantly show your hand day after day and hour after hour and situation after situation. In spite of our faults, in spite of our transgressions, in spite of our mishaps, you continue to be our God. Now God, take this, your servant, and break me down and build me up that I may look like you, that I may sound like you, that I may worship like you, that I may declare what thus saith the Lord. God, I take no glory, I take no honor, and I take no praise. Now hide me, O God, behind your cross so that the people will see none of me, but they will see all of thee. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. You are my joy, you are my peace, you are my comfort. You are my guide. You are my all in all. Now prepare the atmosphere in each and every home. Prepare the atmosphere here in the sanctuary. Prepare the atmosphere for your Holy Spirit to take residence and do only what you can do. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. It is in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Let the body of Christ say amen. 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 Do me a favor and lift up your cell phones, your Bibles, whatever you may have, and let's repeat after me. Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give God one last hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. I promise you I will not be before you long on this morning. Amen.
But there is a word from the Lord, and I got to be honest with you. I decided to do a little wordplay this day on today because this weekend in our country marks uh, the, the, the celebration of a people. But uh, I'm not here to deal with that. I'm here to use uh, something they stole from the church as I deliver this word. Amen. And so I need you all to grab hold of this. I need you all to share this. I know everybody sees the colors that are represented in the low in, in the screen right now, but I need you all to grab hold of this as the people, the children, the adults, the men and women of God, because I believe God is calling us to do something amazing like never before. I'm, I'm excited about this word on today because, as you will see, God is transitioning his people. And if you were with me last week, you heard me talk about the transition from the caterpillar to your butterfly. Last week, we talked about the caterpillar effect, but but I'm not going to deal with that. But we all are in a transition moment on today. Somebody say I'm transitioning. So if you open up your Bible real quick to 2 Corinthians, we'll be looking at the sixth chapter, looking at the 11th through the 17th verse. Reading from the New King James Bible, uh, and, and I, I'm going to give you about three seconds to grab hold of that uh, and, and look on our screens or if you have your Bibles or whatever you have. But I really want you to grab hold, hold of this word. It says this, once again, 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, looking at the 11th through the 17th verse. It says, O Corinthians, this letter was written by the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. This was his second letter to them. He said, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Somebody underline own affections. Now, in return for the same, I speak to you. I speak to you as to children. You also be open. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what, uh, what accord has Christ with Bilal? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and what? And walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse number 17 is part of my foundation. It says, therefore, what? Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and what I will receive you. Also, jump over real quick to John, the third chapter, looking at the first through the seventh verse. I need you to grab hold of this. It says there was a man of the uh, of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, 
We know that you are a teacher come who a teacher come from God. For no one can do these things, do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Verse number three, Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is what? Born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born again? When he is old, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The word of the Lord is already blessed. For a few minutes, I want to preach to you or teach to you from, the, from this theme. It's time to come out. <laughs> Somebody turn to your neighbor real quick and tell your neighbor it's time to come out. See, on this weekend, I'm, 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 I'm not knocking, I'm not uh, belittling, I'm not even dealing with what is happening in the celebration of a group of people, but the theme that they chose is that it's time to come out, or I'm coming out of the closet. I'm, 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 I'm not dealing with that, so don't get mad at pastor. Uh, don't get mad at me. Don't even get upset with me, but I need you to realize that this theme comes from a place in the word of God where we must understand that God is calling each and every last one of us out of our own situations. He's calling each and every one of us out of the closet of our hurt, out of the closet of our pain, out of the closet of the things that we've gone through out of the closet of us dealing with and holding on to a religion that we won't share with anybody it's calling us out of a place where we don't tell one another about the God that we serve and what Jesus Christ has done for us so yeah one group of people might be celebrating but I need somebody to know that God is calling you to come out come out of everything that you've been through in life. Why? Because we see in our text this morning, I told you I won't be with you long, but I need you to understand that in the 17th verse of that text in 2 Corinthians, uh, Paul tells the church at Corinth this simple thing, therefore come out from amongst them and be what? And be separate, says the Lord. He says, do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. So if we're in a process where Paul has already commanded and told the church that you have to come out from this atmosphere, you have to come out from what you already know, you have to come out and be something different than what anybody else has ever been. You have to come out and walk in liberty. You have to come out and talk in liberty. You have to come out and realize that you are no longer bound by what the afflictions of your life has been. Somebody declare, I'm coming out. 
because I need you to grab hold of this, that the Apostle Paul saw a church that he had communicated with already previously about the content of their lives, the content of what they were doing. And he was yet again at this place of trying to let them know that you're no longer bound by what you used to be. You're no longer bound by what your old self used to be. You're no longer bound by what you used to do. But they were not understanding so Paul had to say it once again. He said, come out from amongst them. And too often time do we find ourselves hanging around what does not mean us any good. We, we constantly find ourselves doing the things that make us comfortable. We constantly find ourselves acting in a way that is not becoming as a Christian. We constantly find ourselves trying to conform to what everybody else wants us to do. We constantly see ourselves responding to situation after situation and not responding in the way that God has called us to respond. Annalise, I bet, I guarantee that if we examine some things about each and every last one of us, we would see that God is separating us for a purpose. But for real, we got to understand that it's time for us to come out. I don't care if you're young. I don't care if you're old. There are people in your life that have been surrounding your life that are keeping you from the blessing of God, that are keeping you from seeing the promises of God, that are keeping you from seeing your best in God. Yeah, they constantly reminding you of who you used to be. And maybe, I, maybe I'll talk to somebody else. Maybe I'll talk to Deaconess Tansy, that there are people around you that constantly want to take you back and draw you back in who you used to be. They try to draw you back, David and Joshua, into what you used to know. They constantly try to draw you back, Pastor Lewis, into that old person that used to run the street. Because yet and still, the enemy never wants you to come out from amongst his plan. The enemy does not want you to come out from him living in your life. The enemy does not want you to come out of who he called and told you that you would be. But the Bible says that I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Somebody scream, scream and shout that one more time. I came that you might have life and have that more abundantly. I dare somebody simply give a praise real quick. Because if it's time for you to come out, if it's time for you to change, I'm telling you that Christ has already won the victory for you. So you have the ability to step out from amongst them. I I'm, I'm, I'm want to deal with some people who know how to walk a little bit. It might get rough. It might hurt a little bit. It might cause you to lose some friends. But do I have anybody that's ready to come out from amongst them the way that they used to be? Yeah, come out from amongst them. Because I got three points for you on this morning. I told you I'm not going to hold you long. But the first thing I think that we all have to come out from is get this, come out of your past. Somebody declare, I got to come out of my past. 
I got to come out of my past. What is your past? Believe it or not, it's what you did five minutes ago. Believe it or not, it's what you did ten minutes ago. Believe it or not, it's the thoughts you had last year. Believe it or not, coming out from your past is both uh, the good things that you did in your past as well as the negative things you did in your past. Why would you want to come out of the good things that you've done in your past? I'm glad you asked me that because get this, too often times do we get stuck on who we used to be. Quiet church. Too often times do we remember how we used to operate and how we used to function. For my young people, yeah, it was a time when you were in the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth grade that you made the honor roll. But now you're not doing as good anymore. You cannot keep going back to the time when you made the honor roll because that does not apply right now. Somebody say, I got to come out. Also, you got to come out from the negative things that you've done in your past. Yeah, the Bible said that Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So if I'm coming out of my past because of the negative that I've been in, I need somebody to realize and somebody to understand understand that what God is telling you is that because of the blood of Jesus that was sacrificed on a rugged cross that you no longer have to live in the past of your in the in the memories of your past Paul put it best in in in, in Romans he said uh, forgetting those things which are what behind me what's behind me my past I, I dare somebody look at their past and say I'm forgetting you I, I dare somebody look at their situation and declare I'm done with you I dare somebody look at the things that people thought negative about you that they keep trying to bring up and said matter of fact I don't even remember you I, I dare somebody say I'm coming out of my past coming out of my past but not only that I need you to get this. If I'm coming out of my past, I'm coming out of my own situations. Yeah, situations, those things that you're going through. Situations, those things that you have not given over to God. Situations, those things that look like they're going to kill you. God said, no, I'm calling you out of that thing. I'm, I'm calling you separate. He said, I'll never put more on you than you can bear. I dare somebody tell their situation, it's time to let it go. I, I don't care if you're in it. I don't care if you just got a letter from the bankruptcy people. I don't care if you just got the eviction letter. I'm telling you that if you begin to open up your mouth and praise that God can shift every negative letter and every situation. God can shift it and guess what? He can turn it around. I dare somebody jump up and turn it around because if God is in your life, if God is positioning you, if the blood of Jesus Christ is all over your life, guess what? He can turn it around. I dare about three people, whether you online or whether you in the house, I dare somebody get up 
up and turn around and say, my, my situation is turning around right now. My situation is shifting. My situation is doing this. And matter of fact, it's not just turning around. I'm stepping out of it. I dare somebody step out of their situation. I dare somebody step out of the last thing that somebody yelled at you about. I dare somebody step out of that last position you used to be in. I don't need to understand it, but I'm telling you that you can come out of it. Somebody say, I'm coming out of it. I'm coming out of it. I'm coming out of it. Why? Because when we look at the text over in John and we see this situation with Nicodemus, Nicodemus approaches Jesus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He, was, he, he came to Jesus late at night and the Bible says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night. Matter of fact, that tells you something right there. When I said it's time to come out of your situation, Nicodemus was scared to come to Jesus during the day. That just missed about 20 of y'all right there. Because Nicodemus was in a situation, he did not realize that he could come out right there. So he had to come to Jesus when his situation did not think it knew where he was. Yeah, Nicodemus had to be accountable to the Pharisees. The Pharisees that wanted to kill Jesus. The Pharisees that did not like the Son of God or that Jesus said he was the Son of God. The Pharisees that had their own protocol, that had their own life, that wanted to do things their own way. Nicodemus saw that there was a man that he knew was something special about. But in his situation, he could not come to him during the day. So Nicodemus missed the whole reason Christ was there. And the Bible says this in the second verse, this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. See, that would have shifted my situation right there. Because do you see the confession that Nicodemus made even though he was a Pharisee? Yeah, if the rest of the Pharisees had heard Nicodemus say the things that he said, they would have stoned Nicodemus. Yeah, if, if they would have seen Nicodemus at Jesus his house, yeah, they would have gotten rid of Nicodemus. Do you know that there are people in your life that do not want to see you in Jesus's house? So they try to hold you in the situation that you're in. Oh, you've been too bad in life. You've done too many things in life. You've lied too much. You was a whore in the street. You did the, you was a thief out here. But do I not realize that Jesus had two thieves on the cross right next to him one who said if thou art the son of God let me live with you in paradise there was another one who said because of my situation oh I'm coming down somebody's street real quick do you see two men in two deathly situations one wanted to live in his situation but one said if you are Jesus Christ if you are the son of God release me from my situation that one right there said I'm coming out I don't care what it looks like if there if you are the son of God being with you is better than being in hell and he knew that his situation could not hold him so he said I gotta come out and this man came back 
to Jesus talking about Nicodemus. In the third verse, he said, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born, what? Again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Lest one is born again. I, I, I got to be a little, little real with you. I was at work yesterday and, I, and I'm hearing these people sing a song. I'm pretty sure that may have been a Taylor Swift song. It may have been something. But the song irked my spirit. They, they were glad. They were wearing their rainbows. They were all on the train. And they began to sing this song that simply said, I'm born this way. Oh, yeah, somebody better miss this. They simply kept singing this song, I'm born this way. I, I don't know who sings it. I, 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 Lady Gaga, man, uh, uh, I don't know, but it was singing that I'm born this way. But, but something did something in my spirit and brought to my remembrance this scripture in John 3 and 3, where Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is what born again yeah i understand that there are people who believe that there is no other way than the way they were born i'm not even talking about uh, those that were on my train i'm talking about uh, those who think that they were born with those generational curses in their life those who believe they were born into poverty and can't come out uh, those who believe that they're born worthless yeah you might have been singing that song that said I'm born this way but if God be, a, be not a man that he should lie in the Bible it says in John 3 and 3 that most assuredly I say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God so I don't care what situation what circumstance or what thing that you're going through I need you to know that if you are born again you've come out of that situation if you are born again uh, you are, don't have they don't have any right to hold you bound in that place Taylor if you are born again that you can be who God called you to be if you are born again somebody going to catch that and shout I'm born again in a second if you are born again though no demon no devil no thing in this earth can hold you from seeing the love of God the Bible says that if nothing can separate me from the love of God not death not life not powers and not principalities I dare somebody declare that I'm born again I'm born again I'm born again I'm born again yeah I understand there are people who believe that the only thing they have going for them is the way they were physically born yeah but i serve a god who's supernatural I serve a God that said, I'm there from the beginning until the end. I knew you while you was in your mother's womb. Matter of fact, I put together your parents so you can have the DNA that you have. And I don't make mistakes. I'm, I'm sorry. I got to go down this route. I did not make gender identity a thing. I did not. Uh-uh. No, I don't make mistakes because I'm God and I'm God all by myself. And whatever I design is perfect. Yeah, I uh, somebody missed that whatever I design God said it is good yeah in Genesis when he created 
everything that he created. Jesus, I mean, God said at the end of it, it is good. So somebody look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are good. You are fearfully and wonderfully created in his image and in his likeness. I dare somebody give, give God a hand clap of praise real quick because you were created to look like God. You were created to resemble God in the earth. So not only do you come out of your situation, but my third point is this, and I'm done. You have to come out of your own way. Yeah, you got to come out of your own way. Too often do we get caught up in our own mind our own mind thinking that we cannot prosper our own mind thinking that we have nothing going for us our own mind thinking that there is not a God that loves us our own mind thinking that because we've been broken God will not pick up the pieces and pull you back together again we gotta come out of our own mind the Bible declares that his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts so if our thoughts don't line up with the word of God we got to go back and reevaluate how we think not the way that God thinks we can't reestablish God's way of thinking God is the first and the last God is the beginning and the end God is omniscient omnipresent and omnipotent at the same time that means he knows all he's all-powerful and he's everywhere at one time somebody say I serve a bad God yeah I need you to understand that you got to come out of your own way. Have you ever been in your own way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever been in your own way with some things that have taken place in your life? For my young people, have you ever wanted an A but you won't study? Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to step on some toes. For my adults, have you ever wanted a promotion but you don't want to learn a new uh, process. Mm -hmm. You want to remain stuck in the traditions of what you know. You want to remain stuck in what you learned 20 years ago while the world is moving forward. Yeah, you, you want to remain on the, uh, I, see, when I, I'm going to give you a quick example. When I was in high school, we learned how to type on what is called a typewriter. Yeah, most kids don't even know what a typewriter is. It's not a keyboard attached to a computer. A typewriter is something that you put paper in and you typed the letters and everything was right there. And if you made a mistake on the typewriter, you had to take that paper out and throw it away and get this start all over again. Mm -mm -mm. Somebody missed that. You did not get to hit the backspace key. You did not get to hit the delete key. You could not take the mouse and hover over something and find the correct spelling. No matter of fact, if you needed the correct spelling for a word, you had to pull out a dictionary. Yeah, and if you had to look through the dictionary, not dictionary.com, not typing a word out on Google, not even pulling it up with Siri, uh, yeah, you or Alexa, you could not, those weren't even invented. Matter of fact, when I was young, you had to go through the encyclopedia when you had to research something. So you had to put some study behind the project that you were doing. Yeah, I came to deal with somebody real quick. If your time for you to come out of your own, what I was getting ready to say is back 
then we had typewriters but if I look right now for a typewriter I'm gonna miss the mark of having a computer yeah if I'm gonna continue to do things with a typewriter which may have taught me certain disciplines typing off of a typewriter I'm gonna miss the mark of the efficiency of a computer yeah who what computer see back then I'm not talking about the Mac computers of the old days where it was a big block and you had to have floppy disk. I'm getting ready to deal with somebody right now. If you want to remain in a floppy disk age, remember there's not a drive that you can put a floppy disk into right now. So you got to get out of your own way. I need somebody to realize that when Jesus died on the cross, he took the ability of from you staying in your own way and said no, you can't deliver yourself. No, there's not enough sacrifice that's going to redeem the thoughts that you had in your head no it's not enough sacrifice that's going to redeem you from the things that you've done to other people so matter of fact if i want you to get out of your way guess what i gotta step into your way yeah well somebody missed right that right there when jesus walked on the water and paul and peter saw him you now jesus was stepping in the way jesus was getting in the place of saying i'm above something that i should have drowned by uh, yeah it's too many people right now got to understand when it's time to come out of your own way Jesus is telling you that it's time for you to stand up get up out the boat and begin to walk on something that's meant to drown you but I need to talk to about 10 people real quick that know how to swim just a little bit yes yeah, some of them that know that if I do fall in the water God has given me the ability to grab hold of a life raft what is my life Life raft, the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of the everlasting Son, the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. It's time for you to realize it's time to come out. Somebody shout, I gotta come out. I gotta come out. I gotta come out. I gotta come out. Because when I come out, get this, when I come out, Kevin, I'm coming out brand new yeah 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 there was a song back in the day i think that song came out in the 80s maybe the 70s i know deaconess tansy knows her history with music but the song said i'm coming out i want the world to know I got to let it show. And I'm going to use that real quick as we close out of this thing. It's time for you to stop remaining in the closet about your relationship with God. It's time for you to stop living in the closet when people want to know, do you know Jesus? Matter of fact, I need you to say big, bad, and bold. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. I got to let it show that Jesus is my joy. Jesus is my peace. Jesus is my hope. Jesus is my all in all. And the reality is that I'm coming out. Yeah, devil, you can't hold me. I dare somebody put the devil on notice and tell the devil, you can't hold me. You can't hold me. I'm coming out. Yeah, I dare somebody flex their muscles a little bit and tell their situations, you can't hold me. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it's been like. I don't care what the enemy thought of you. I don't care that the enemy meant for bad. The Bible says my God meant it for good. I don't care what you're going through right now. I 
dare you put that situation behind you and tell it all that I'm coming out. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. 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 I got to let the world know that I'm coming out. Here the Bible says, do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. I'm going to go back one verse. It says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. I know there's plastic surgery. I know there's all things. But God created your flesh to look a certain way. But he said not only that, but that which is born of the spirit. Somebody say spirit. Is spirit. Yeah, which is born of the spirit. What is born of the spirit? My heart's condition. What's born of the spirit? The way I'm starting to process and think. What's born of the spirit? This prophetic voice that's on the inside of you that's coming out right now. Why? Because God said it's time to come out. I'm coming out from amongst them. I'm coming out into a new life. I'm coming out into what God has called me to be. First, you got to do what? Come out of your past. Second thing, come out of your situations. And the third thing, come out of your own way. Come out of your own way. If all hearts and minds are full, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for your holiness. We thank you, God, for the faith the size of a mustard seed that's growing constantly. But more importantly, God, we thank you, God, because the things that the world has taken that shows your promise. There was a day that Noah let forth a dove. There was a way that, there was a day that Noah, that the dove came back with an olive branch in his beak, a piece of the land. But more importantly, there was a rainbow in the sky that's, that God said, I will give you as a promise that I would not destroy the world again this way. It was not a sign for anybody, but the colors were reflective of each and every race on the earth. He said, I will not destroy you this way again. But he gave us a promise and then he gave us that we must be born again. God is not looking to destroy you. God is not looking to send you to hell. Contrary to most people's thoughts, God never sends a person to hell. A person sends a person to hell. 
we send ourselves the devil doesn't do it the devil influences he makes he's very suggestive and the whole time he sits back there saying look at them look at the mistake they made but I made this example on Thursday night this is what the promise of God does when the devil stands before the throne of God with the book with your name on it I told you the Bible says that God is omniscient omnipresent and omnipotent at all at the same time so when the enemy takes that book that he's accumulated every sin that you've done every negative thought that you've had he takes the book Jesus and he does this he comes before God's throne we see it in the book of Job he comes before the throne of God the Bible says that he's the accuser of the brethren and to accuse somebody you have to have some facts amen so when he comes to God he says God can we talk about Taylor God can we talk about Kevin can we, can we talk about David and Joshua? Can, can we just have a talk? I just want to talk to you real quick, God. And God says, okay, what, what do you have to say? And Satan sits down in his chair. He gets his book because he's ready to show everything that you've done. And he, he, he fumbles around. He he looks at the title, so he pulls out the book because he has a book on all of us. So he fumbles through it and he finds the one that says Taylor. Taylor Brockenberry. Yes. Got it. And God says, go ahead and open it up. And in this quick, in the Bible says in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, every page that has an offense, he transforms it into the image of Jesus Christ. So Satan then goes to open up the book. And when he opens up the book, he sees Jesus. And he steps back. No, 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 no. This is not the book that I had, God. Hold on. Hold on for a minute. Matter of fact, let me go find David and, and, and Deaconess Tansy and Kevin. And he opens up each one of those books. But because you are born again, Every time he opens it up, throughout the pages, I believe it's read with the blood of Jesus. No, 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 God, it's, I can't read. It, it's bloody. I don't know what happened. It's bloody. What? Jesus then looks and says, I died for them. So Satan, no, you, you, you don't have these. Let's try it again with somebody else. And while Satan is trying to grab that person, we who are here have reached that person and said, the way, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. So instantly, as Satan go grabs for the book, you're transformed into God's dear son. 
our hearts and minds are full. Father God, we thank you for this time of worship. We thank you for this time of word. We ask you right now, God, that you take this word and you place it on the, that you seal it into the recesses of our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. So God, that we may ensure that we have come out from amongst them. This is our coming out party. This is our day of joy and rejoicing. But most importantly, is our day to honor and worship you. We thank you, God, for all that you've done. Now, if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that does not know you, whether you're online or whether you're here, right now you should see at the bottom of your screen our prayer number. If you text to that number, I want to be saved. We will call and pray with you. Or matter of fact, you can make this confession. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, then you shall be saved. You have to repent. God, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. That word repent means that I'm pledging to you, God, that I'm going to turn and do no more. That doesn't mean that you won't make a mistake, but it means that you are making the commitment to say, God, I want you in my life more than I want the sin. And the Bible says that he is faithful and just to forgive you. <laughs> he is faithful and just to forgive you of all, not, not some of it, but somebody say all, all unrighteousness. If that's you, text that number. We will call and pray with you. We'll walk with you. We are here for you. But most importantly, we're here to love you. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, as we get ready to close out of service, I want you all to really take this message. It's time to come out. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. It's time to come out. You know, as we go into the, the summertime, as we are entering in the summer, there's a transition point with your clothes. You go from wearing winter clothes to coming out in your summer attire. Your summer attire, because you went to the gym, because you bought a new wardrobe, because you've done all these other things, are designed to do what? To be reflective of your, the way you want to look. How do you want to look? What do you want to look like? Somebody said, like Jesus. More of Jesus. It's time to come out. As we close out, I want to thank you all for joining us. Join us next week where we will be back in service. Amen. Next week is Father's Day. Amen. Amen. Next week is Father's Day. Amen. We're going to celebrate the fathers. Amen. Amen. We're going to celebrate our fathers in a major way. 
I just want you all to know that I love you with the love of God. And as always, live on purpose, live for purpose, but most importantly, live in God's purpose. And where the spirit of the Lord is, guess what? There is liberty. Amen. Be blessed and enjoy your week. Amen. Thank you.